Hello strangers and welcome back to the podcast. It has been so long <laughs> since I sat down and recorded something. I have tried to um, because I've had ideas lined up for a while now, but I just haven't had the heart to actually go through with them. But today is a brand new day and I'm feeling good about it. Um, So much has happened since my last pod, but I don't feel like talking about it in this episode, so I'm just gonna save that for the next week's update, but I hope you guys are all well. I have been just catching up with myself and giving myself the time that I need to relax and also just get my mind into a better place. So that being said, my highlight of this week is probably just having a really relaxing weekend, although I did celebrate a friend's birthday on Friday, so that wasn't relaxing. It was more pumping and bumping, (laughs) but nonetheless, it was fun to catch up and see people. It really rejuvenated me, and while socializing kills my social battery it was definitely needed and when it's with people that you love then it's all worth it all right ew excuse the snot (laughs) but today i wanted to do a little bit of a fun episode i've been obsessed with reading reddit lately like when i'm bored instead of tiktok i've just been looking at different snark pages on reddit and also just fun threads so today i wanted to venture off into the crazy mother-in-law reddit thread i don't know if you guys have heard of it but the stories on there are so funny but some of them i always question whether or not they're real or they're being exaggerated exaggerated because i cannot believe people like this exist but again people surprise me so I'm sure it is real and I want to believe it's real because that's what makes the thread so interesting but if I were in these situations I don't think I'd be able to function as a human being (laughs) so with that being said let's get into our first story okay we're starting off a short and sweet so this one is called mother-in-law with perfect timing it was four years ago but I'm still pissed my so she's 35 female mother-in-law 68 female tried to tell me that my husband's beloved dog was dead as we were saying our goodbyes on our wedding night now that's all i think about when i remember our wedding because it was so upsetting i didn't have the heart to tell my husband so i had to act like it was okay until the next day so now whenever i look back on it all i can think about was his mother-in-law whispering that to me on our goodbye okay well i feel like there are crazier stories than this one however mother-in-law could have waited one more day i just feel like certain things like that you can wait to tell unless it's a crazy emergency and while that is upsetting and sad and something you want to know you just kind of have to weigh out the options with this is also a big life moment while the dog passing away also can be considered that But you just got to separate it and be kind of smart with it. And I feel like the mother-in-law definitely did that on purpose. I don't know if she's doing it in spite of the wife or what. But 
I definitely think that it was targeted at her specifically. And I don't know, I feel like mother-in-laws like this just don't, (laughs) they just don't go out of being petty. And while she might have thought this was a good thing to bring up at this point, like, why now? Like, why not on a text? And why just on the goodbye? Like, you really just ended the wedding with an awful note. (laughs) I don't know, that definitely seems like it was on purpose. But if this happened to me... I'd have to have a redo. I feel like a wedding night is just too special (laughs) to have it be ruined by something like that. But rest in peace, puppy. Okay, so this next one I literally saw like 12 hours ago. So this Sunday was Mother's Day in the UK, I guess. So this one I read in a fully British accent. I don't think I will be demonstrating my skills today, but this is... The Mother's Day story of this British lady. So I took so I took one for the team today and went with hubby to see the miserable old sod. This is the part that I read in a British accent. As per we weren't as per usual, we weren't greeted with smiles and we got the usual look of what are you doing here? Nor were we offered a drink or even a seat. We were ushered straight outside with a job for the hubby. No thanks for the chocolate or flowers. They're still sat on the worktop. I don't know what a worktop is, guys. Probably the countertop. She didn't even open her card. So now I'm in the garden wasting my Sunday whilst hubby orders, or no, sorts her old barbecue out. Just looking at her all calm and serene in my mind. I've throttled the life out of her 12 times. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. (laughs) I feel like there are certain mother son or even mother daughter pairings that are just very service based and it sounds like her love language is acts of service but again i'm really not defending her at this point because the least you could do is say thank you for coming and not wonder why they're visiting you know and just the fact that there's nothing wrong with asking your children for a favor but you know there's still like a fine line between being happy to see your son or using him as a handyman (laughs) and I don't know I think it's personally insulting that like they don't seem so thrilled to see them at this point I would never think to get her a present ever again I would not go and think to visit her and if that's all she can say and she's not appreciative you can cut her out. I feel like I've been hearing a lot lately that um, mothers that are like young moms um, in this generation are trying really hard to build a better relationship with their children just because when they're an adult, they can choose to cut out. Like Children have to choose to keep you in their lives. Um, it's a little different for different cultures because you're kind of bound to that responsibility, it seems like. Or even in other cultures, I'm sure that it's like blood is thicker than water kind of thing. And you're, if you're related, then that's just what it is. And you have to pick family over everything. But a lot of more progressive (laughs) people, I would say, don't have an issue with cutting out their parents at all because as an adult you can make and choose your own decisions and your parents set you up that way then so be it 
So I think that this mother needs to just be cut out, but it seems like the husband loves her and would love to do this. So maybe acts of service is both of their love languages and that's how they express it. But at this point, I don't think that's been (laughs) expressed to the wife. So nonetheless, I'd be offended. So definitely, this is not an am I the asshole episode, but I would definitely say mom's the asshole, (laughs) even though that's not what it is. That's my verdict. I, I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to be in a relationship with someone who just put their parent on a pedestal when clearly they shouldn't be. And to preface this, my boyfriend's parents are literally the best and I can't imagine any other way. And it's just so peaceful and it's loving and it feels so warm and cozy. So having like all these people have a crazy mother-in-law it's beyond me there are so many mama's boys out there in the worst way possible so with that being said let's move on to the next crazy bitch okay so the next one is actually about a new mom which these stories are the ones that really get me (laughs) so Mother-in-law has four grandchildren. Two are from husband and I, two from sister-in-law. Sister-in-law adopted a boy and is fostering a baby girl. Both children are blue-eyed and have blonde hair and are really gorgeous children. My children have brown eyes and brown hair. My son has very pale skin, just like me. I'm Mexican and my husband is half Mexican and half Caucasian. So our children came out looking like us quote-unquote Mexican. So lately, mother-in-law has been pointing out how gorgeous sister-in-law kids are. Sorry, the grammar on this is not it. And that didn't bother us until mother-in-law started hoping our baby boy had colored eyes after he turned a few months. He came out with brown eyes just like me and dad. A few weeks ago, he was looking at my son. She was looking at my son and he had very fair skin and it's a shame that he didn't have light hair. She began to tell me to wash my son's hair with chamomile tea to lighten his hair. I let it slide the first two times. A few days ago, she mentioned it again. I told my husband he doesn't seem too bothered by it. So now I'm livid. What should I say? What should I do? I'm so angry. I have to see her tomorrow again. She's Mexican and is extremely dark. So so is her daughter and my husband. I don't understand why she's nitpicking my children specifically. I feel like she's embarrassed that they came out looking like Hispanic children. Okay. First of all, what? I'm so confused. If she's Mexican herself, wouldn't you feel like closer to your grandchildren? Like, oh, they look more like me. I mean, I guess not. And I think this goes back to like um, beauty standards in different countries. Like, for example, in the Philippines, it's more beautiful to have light skin because often the people with darker skin were the ones working like out in the sun and therefore they were more tan while the more affluent people got to stay in therefore did not get um, tanned by the sun as much and therefore had lighter skin plus we romanticize western looks like there are tons of whitening creams and it's not good to go in the sun i've never seen any of my cousins from the philippines actually 
strip down to their bathing suits at the beach or actually go in the sun. It's shade or nothing and they want to preserve that light skin that they might already have. And also, I know in a lot of Asian countries, um, there are literally stickers to um, create a double eyelid. So I don't know if it's the same in Mexico and um, people with lighter skin in Mexico are deemed more beautiful than the ones with tanner skin, which is funny because we idolize Western (laughs) beauty standards so much, but literally all the white girls I know want to be tan. So (laughs) it's just a weird thing of always wanting what you can have. Um, I think it's very wrong for a mother or like an adult to just simply want to change a child's looks like that could turn into a later trauma that they just don't realize till they're older and not to mention that I know people used to want to wash people's hair with lemon to like lighten it and that used to be a thing but that was very 60 years ago (laughs) so just for her to ask her son to do that I feel like As the husband, I would definitely defend my child a little bit more. And as the wife, I'd also be upset if my husband didn't stand up for our child. And also to be comparing children is very, very wrong. And I don't know. I just think it's so frustrating to hear that, especially coming from a woman who already comes from that heritage again i think it's very common for people to have slightly um rooted racism like self-racism within themselves i know growing up i had so much i had such a battle with being asian slash filipino same thing i had a battle with that being like i don't i wish i wasn't what I was but now as I've grown up I've really come to appreciate the culture I grew up in even though there are flaws as there are in most people's upbringing I feel like some people just never grow out of it or learn to appreciate the beauty of their own culture so I think that's where this mom is coming in and then seeing the sister having kids that are the beauty standard she always thought was beautiful if that makes sense she just wants that for all her grandchildren i guess but coming out looking hispanic has never been a bad thing in my book they are always beautiful looking and tan skin is gorgeous and this mom needs to learn how to be okay with that but as a husband dude you gotta do something like stand up for your kid like don't let her i don't know make all these accusations and insults towards your child about not looking good enough and it says in the comments that he's only one so that's even sadder (laughs) so he might be starting to pick up on what these words mean so kids know more than you think They're, they're learning and listening way more than you think and they will in no time (laughs) repeat what you're saying to them so it's a vital age to be very mindful of what you're saying to children. Also, sorry if you heard that drop from upstairs. Again, our upstairs neighbors haven't changed and they are still the way they are. 
So let's move on to the next story. Okay, so this next one kind of piggybacks off the Asian culture thing I was talking about in the last story. So this one is about an Asian mother-in-law. So this is in the voice of... It doesn't say whether the person writing this post is Asian too, but let's find out. So she says, I understood from the very beginning that I have to live with my mother-in-law and have children with my husband for the rest of our lives. Already red flag. (laughs) And she says, but I didn't know how difficult it is to manage alone time with my child and husband after work because she's always around. I feel like she's always stealing my son every time I come home and I just want to play and have time with my son without her. A quick escape is his room and then after that she has to be the one to demand and tells us what to do. I dislike the things in our house. I feel like she's selfish and she doesn't know how to be a mother. This is so much in one sentence. Um, She's alone and has no husband or friends. I feel bad for her but I can't sacrifice my family for her own happiness. I feel that my husband doesn't want to hear or listen to my complaints anymore because he's fed up and it's too much already. I fully understand my decisions and I'm grateful for everything, aka free housing, babysitting, and life, but I'm just so tired of fighting over and over again for a time. And you can't really talk to her because she's the ruler of the house. She doesn't care about my feelings and has no consideration for every anyone else except for her son and grandson. Okay, so I didn't know that the mother-in-law was living... Like, they were living at their mother-in-law's. Because at the beginning, it sounded like, I have to live with my mother-in-law and have children with her husband. And she's in our house. And she also mentioned, I dislike things in our house. Even though it's not really her house. So, girl, you don't have to live with your mother-in-law. I know there's a lot of complications. And I'm sure they're doing it for a reason. But you kind of chose to put yourself there. And... I just, I don't know. I feel like it's time to just make a boundary with the mom. And if she likes things a certain way in her house, you can't really complain because it is her house. And I get that you're living there and it would be nice to have a say. And I know some parents are a little more lenient. But at this point, girl, get your own place. If you you don't want to sacrifice your family and your life with your husband and child, then get your own place. Like, that is the simple solution. And I know it's difficult in a lot of countries to do that. And I know that you will feel the shame and the guilt by doing that from the mother-in-law, I'm sure. But in the long run, even a small place would be ideal. And it seems like the son just like doesn't want to leave mommy's side if he's fed up with your complaints. I mean, that's how I read it. Doesn't seem like he's fed up with the mother. If you can leave, just leave. It's only going to get worse. And yeah, I don't know. If your husband doesn't give two fucks, like do what's right for your child. You're going to regret that time lost so bad. I just, I know parents always say that kids grow up too fast and you're never going to get that time back. So if you want to control what's going on around you, then do it now. And then you can set expectations with your significant other and tell them that you want, I don't know, you want something else for your child and you are mothering your child and not your mother-in-law, if that makes sense. But anyways... I just, I don't know. I think parents need time to bond with their child alone. And I think 
your husband should care a little bit more about your feelings and not be so fed up with your very valid concerns. And I feel like a lot of sons just don't have healthy boundaries with their mom and they just have been used to this, that it's their normalcy to have this dynamic with their mom. But I think you should just keep communicating that with your husband. It's worth trying another time. If it's the last time, it is what it is, so be it. And maybe find time to talk with him outside of the house. Maybe if you can't leave this situation, this living arrangement, take your son out to the park by yourself. Take your son to do an activity together. Don't stay in the house, if that makes sense. I feel like that's a great way to get alone time with them. And maybe that's a great way to talk to your husband as well, not under her roof. And just lay it all out if you are unhappy and if things continue to be the same, um, your relationship with both the mother-in-law and your husband will just be damaged and you will just regret not doing anything about it and you will resent them 100%. And if he doesn't want to live rent if he doesn't want to live somewhere that is rent free then you probably shouldn't have had a child because when you bring a child into the world you assume responsibility so yes it's nice for now but if you want to live the rest of your life like this you probably shouldn't have been a father and that is my two cents on that i just feel like I don't know. You shouldn't have to explain any of this to your mother-in-law. You're an adult, you're a mother, and you have a family. So you want to have, naturally, you want to have the ability to enjoy these things without her constantly being present. But I don't know. I think the solution is just to move out, guys. Also, take a shot every time I say I don't know in this episode. It is my go-to um right now, so I apologize for that. But that is how I feel. Also, again, to hop on it, I'd say this is also a culture thing. I think other cultures just do the same thing and it's just something you kind of owe to them is how I view it. <clears throat> and they probably do just want the best for your grand like for their grandson. So I think that's a part of it, but again, it's you're an adult. You can set boundaries with them and let them know that it's making you feel this way. And maybe it's ideal to have your kid in daycare, expose them to someone else if he's old enough. But anyways, I don't like this one. I I would simply not be able to handle it. And how are you married to this man? And how did you even come to the conclusion that this would be your living situation forever? Anyways, good luck to you, my dear. (laughs) Okay, so this last story here is the most rated story from this year. And it had the most um, upvotes. So let's get into it. It looks like it's a little scary. There is a trigger warning mention of SA. So if that bothers you, feel free to click out of the pod and I'll see you next week. Um, but it seems like a lengthy one and I haven't read the entire thing. So let's go on this journey together. So the title is my mother-in-law DNA tested our daughter and told my husband that she isn't his. My 45. So she's 45 female. I hate how they do that. My husband, 48 male, and I have been together for 25 years. We have three kids 
8, 15, and 17. My husband and I have a lot of trouble conceiving our daughter. We went through several several years with no luck and have seen a fertility doctor who had prescribed me some medication to help with ovulation. We couldn't afford IVF, so we were going to try this last thing and then look into adoption. Well, long story short, I was sexually assaulted during a burglary while my husband was out with his brother. It was right when I was to be ovulating. At the hospital, I took EC. What is that? Am I dumb? I took EC even though I knew it would undo all of the hard work and mean we wouldn't be able to have a baby of our own. But I couldn't risk getting pregnant with my R-words baby. Oh, I see. Well, after a few months, I've been feeling off, sick, and down, and I figured I was just depressed after the essay and I hadn't been eating. But I soon found out I was pregnant. We were so excited until I went to my appointment and found out I was 15 weeks instead of the five to six weeks I thought I was. I had been having really irregular spotting slash bleeding since the incident, so didn't even imagine that I was far along. Oh, emergency contraception is EC. That's... (laughs) That's me cluing in right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My husband and I were devastated because that meant there was so much uncertainty surrounding paternity. We had our ultrasound, and as soon as we saw the baby on the screen, I knew I couldn't have ha- couldn't have an abortion, and my husband didn't want to either. We walked and talked. We walked and talked, okay, and went back and forth about adoption and if the baby didn't end up being his or what we would do, and he said he didn't care about paternity. We just wouldn't find out we decided to wait until our child was older to tell them and they could decide to find out if they wanted to find out themselves i will also note at this point my case was unsolved but had been linked to other essays slash murders at the time a few years ago my r word was caught and a year ago finally sentenced at the hearing i spoke and my daughter and son knew about it but didn't go into details but they knew i was attacked but only knew It was before they were born. Okay. Last Christmas, my mother-in-law bought my daughter and my only daughter a 23andMe for Christmas. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I thought it was extremely weird, but didn't think too much of it. Thinking back, I don't know why I didn't see it for what it was. My daughter was equally confused and asked if I wanted to do it instead. Wait, what? Oh, because the mom's adopted. Okay, that was literally later on in the story. So this is a little all over the place, but she said, I said, sure. And just gave my daughter an Amazon gift card for the price of the test. My daughter brought it to my attention that my mother-in-law has been overly critical of my daughter in the last few months, commenting on her differences. Saying things like, I wonder where those eyes came from. Hair, height, and she even said to my daughter, I wonder why you're so skinny. My daughter looks exactly like me. Same eye color, same hair color and texture, but she's quite a bit taller than me. I'm... 5'8 and she's 6 feet. I'm on the heavier side and so is my husband and my daughter is extremely thin, but she's also an athlete. I've never had any reason to believe from looks alone that she's not my husband's daughter. After my daughter brought it to my attention how my mother-in-law was acting, I spoke with her and she said, oh, she's just being sensitive. And this was a couple months ago. So two nights ago, my mother-in-law invited my husband and I out for dinner and told us to leave the kids at home because she had something important to discuss with us. And we went to a restaurant And we're eating, and my mother-in-law hands me and my husband two separate envelopes. My husband and I both look in the envelope and their DNA comparison results. I asked my mother-in-law what it was, and she said, The proof that you're the garbage I always knew you were. Oh, fuck me. I was extremely confused. I also asked whose DNA she compared, and she said 
And as I said that, I just knew she said my husband and my daughter. My husband looked at me and he looked so hurt and lost. I'll never get that image out of my head as long as I live. I called her a heartless C word. I don't know if I want to say that right now. (laughs) And my husband and I just left. I blocked her number from mine and my kids' phones, but I figured my husband needed to make that decision on his own, whether or not to block her. My husband told me last night that my mother-in-law called him and he stopped by after work at her house. She was telling my husband that she's known for a while and suspected for a very long time that she wasn't sure how to approach the topic with him. My husband asked how she knew and that she said she had overheard my brother-in-law talking to his wife and heard our daughter may not be his. My mother-in-law took that to mean that I cheated, so I chose she did a DNA test. Last year, around the hearing, my husband... Around the hearing, my husband? Okay. I don't know what that means. Around the hearing, my husband got drunk and ended up mentioning the hearing in some details to my brother-in-law. This is a lot of words. <laughs> Apparently, last night, she's... While she was sleeping, she said, I couldn't protect her, and what if she's not mine? My husband was extremely drunk and did not remember doing this. My mother-in-law does not know that I was sexually assaulted, but does know that there was a break-in and I was quote-unquote attacked. She kept trying to convince my husband to leave me. My husband told her what she did was unforgivable and that he's going to cut her off, and my husband is inconsolable. He's so upset, he told his mother to fuck off and then told her that my attack was actually an essay and that's who our daughter's biological father is it still makes me sick to say that she tried to apologize but my husband told her he can't forgive her and not to contact any of us i told everyone my mother-in-law dna tested our daughter and we were done with her i have seven siblings five think i'm in the right and two and my brother-in-law can't believe my mother-in-law did that but understands why she didn't have the entire story and assumed that I wasn't being truthful to my husband. Okay, <laughs> this is too much. But even if I wasn't, I can't imagine being a parent so concerned with my child's relationship that I would go to those lengths to meddle. Oh my god, that was so much to read, guys. It was just, I had to kind of ad-lib words in there because I think she was writing this on a rampage and she didn't read back on it and she just wanted someone's opinion, so... Sorry if that didn't make total sense, but there is just so much to unpack here. I think cutting her off permanently and fully is the only proper response for such a piece of work. She seems like she's nasty already, and plus, she had it locked and loaded to call her garbage and be like, this confirms my opinion of you being garbage. So she just really looked like she wanted to destroy your family for something that was really none of her damn business and it's frustrating because i know talking about sexual assault can be very uncomfortable even for people who are are deemed close to you so i don't blame her for not telling the full story however i feel like when speculations like that happened and if you were close to your parents i think it would be a good thing to ask your wife to kind of mention so that this could have been avoided but again it was none of her business to do so and since the wife and husband had talked about it and he didn't really care that it wasn't his it just I don't know it just makes me feel like she ruined something good and now she doesn't have contact with her child again this goes back to the whole you gotta pick your battles with your kids and um the decisions they make as adults 
However, I just, she was really just waiting for an opportunity, I feel like. And again, going back to the, the proof that you're garbage, I always knew you were, is just showing how she always thought of you. Like that was definitely some deep rooted opinions. And she was probably hoping that you did cheat and you'd get dumped and get rid of you. But the plan really backfired on her. So yikes. And I also think it's crazy that some of your siblings thought it was okay to meddle like that. I just fully think curiosity always kills the cat and just mind your own damn business. (laughs) But I think she just violated everything in your family and just even making those comments at your daughter is just so uncalled for and truly just disgusting (laughs) i don't know i can't believe people are like this and the mother-in-law just reopened the wounds by bringing this up and learning of the truth and now this poor woman has to relive the trauma of all the all the progress this woman has probably made since that um, attack. I feel like she probably had been through months and months of therapy and then just like even coming to the conclusion that the baby she was having was probably the perpetrator's child. Like just going through all of that mentally and then forgetting about it, not forgetting about it, but putting it off to the side and focusing on her daughter and then having to revisit and like relive everything is just frustrating and then having to maybe have that talk with your daughter is also a lot and i know the defense is that she was trying to protect her son but i feel like her only goal was to expose the poster so yikes and i'm sorry that she did that to you and i don't know it's just too much but i hope the rest of your life with your family is great without your mother-in-law because sometimes that's the way it should be (laughs) well guys i hope you enjoyed that pretty random episode i would say (laughs) this is just one i felt like doing today and i do want to get you guys excited about the next few episodes i think i'm gonna have some guests on in the near future and then also update you on what a freaking hot mess my life has been lately (laughs) And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.